ready for retirement? Do you feel comfortable about your years of retirement? Many women don't feel ready or have some questions that need to be answered. Welcome to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement with Maria Lucasen. We've got some amazing guests and terrific ideas to make sure you are preparing and enjoying retirement. Now, here's your host, Maria Lucasen. Welcome, everybody, to today's show of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement at the Empowerment Channel of Voice America, the largest radio platform in the world of talk radio shows. Welcome to all our listeners here in the USA and Canada, but there are all some in Europe. I saw the Netherlands, I saw Ireland, I saw people from Australia. Thank you for joining us Today, again, for this special show of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Anywhere you are listening to this show live or as a recording, I'm very grateful that you are making time for you to find out more about the topic of retirement. It's my great pleasure to present this series of preparing for your next chapter in life. My name is Maria Lukasen, and I am so excited. Besides talking with our guests on this week's topic, I also have in some inspiring wise women words, a quote of the week and a tip or resource for fast action takers. I want to start off uh, this session with an affirmation. Affirmations open the door. It's a beginning point on the path to change. In essence, you're saying to your subconscious mind, I am taking responsibility. I am aware that there is something I can do to change. When I talk about doing affirmations, I mean consciously choosing words that will either help eliminate something from your life or help create something new in your life. Affirmations are like seeds planted in soil. Poor soil, poor growth. Rich soils, abundant growth. So the more you choose to think through that make you feel good, the quicker the affirmations work. So for today, the affirmation that I did choose was all worries and anxieties are leaving my mind, making space for calmness, peace and confidence. I repeat that one more time. It's a, it's a very good one. All worries and anxieties are leaving my mind, making space for calmness, peace, and confidence. So that is the affirmation that I often choose to say, especially if it's a little bit hectic, if I have a few things to do at work and for my coaching business, then I want to be centered and I want to be calm. So this is one of my favorite affirmations. So I also want to mention that the listener can call into the show and ask any questions or comment on something that my guest and I are talking about. And for the first one who's calling today, I have a gift. I have a gift of a book where I wrote a chapter in. It's a compilation of stories from 36 people who all experience a turning point in their life. And we wrote a chapter about it. So the book is called What Have You Forbes Lately? 
and um, like I said, there are 36 stories in it, and I sent it to the person who calls in first with a question or a comment today. So let's get started with um, this talk show is for unique women who dream to retire soon blissfully. If that is what you are dreaming about, you are at the right place. You can still be working a job, but if you are contemplating early retirement now because of the situation with the COVID-19, you need to be listening here. My show provides great information, new perspectives, wonderful real life stories and useful tips to make retirement the best time of your life. In this show, we feature guest experts on many topics. Last week, I talked to Mariana Olser, and we talked about relationships in retirement. And that was a great conversation uh, where we shared knowledge um, about the things that can happen if you are not prepared to retire together, the two of you, and you talk about it. So I'm glad to receive any emails too, if you have questions, if you think about it later, and you can send them to maria at marialukassenhq.com. So today I am talking to my friend and guest speaker, and her name is Bonnie Smith. Welcome to the show, Bonnie. I'm so happy to have you today to talk about a topic that I really like. Well, I'm totally excited to be here today, Maria. I appreciate always being able to um, connect with the powerful, wonderful communities like yours. Yes, I uh, think we have a great audience today. Uh, hopefully, there are a lot of women globally who are planning and preparing ahead of their retirement and they're listening to the show to see the things that are changing and how they can create a lifestyle that they really will enjoy. So let me first introduce to you our speaker today with a, a short bio. So Bonnie Smith is a calmologist. She is trained by this best-selling author, Sandy Newbigging, and that proves to be a secret to success is inner stillness and peace is the solution to all problems. Already known as a calm influence in all her communities, Bonnie brings a whole new level of assessing peace as a priority to people. She has a business administration degree in, oh no, it's a bachelor's degree. Sorry, I'm reading this wrong here. A bachelor's degree in business and public administration from SUNY Albany, Albany and is certified as the first American cardiologist in partnership with the Calm Academy, which is accredited by the Federation of Holistic Therapists. She conducts workshops and continues her speaking engagements in supporting people being brought into the 
present moment awareness and acknowledging the conscious self. She has already successfully led MindCalm workshops at local training conferences and for executive teams. She has more than 20 years of experience in training and business development, which include working with multinational training companies, chambers of commerce and trade associations. And she's currently working still as a business service manager at CareerSource Broward. She's the managing managing sector partnerships in healthcare and life science. So she has... uh, been there for 15 years supporting people who go through career transitions from downsizing and company closures. She also worked a long time ago at Landmark Worldwide. So I think this is a whole life of experiencing and I would love to talk to Bonnie about how she got from into the world or meditation is quite different as what you are doing in your professional life. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Uh, thank you, Maria. It's, um, I love how you say a journey because I really do believe anything that we do in life is always a journey. It's um, actually, there's no destination. If we really think about it as a journey, we, um, we will have that uh, peace as our priority. And I, um, I was, I'm considering myself a spiritual person. And as I mentioned, a lot of people always have me as the calm influencer, but there was a lot of stress happening in my life. And work, of course, is always stressful but manageable, but what happened, and I always say this and it's perfect, um, you know, cause we're talking about women in retirement, not that I was retiring, but when I um, turned 50, I got that wonderful experience of menopause and my body that I knew and loved and cherished and knew how to work just kind of didn't function the way I thought it would function. And uh, I really had to start recreating myself, but um, started having some breakdowns in my health and, stress, uh, everything was, was bothering me. And, uh, but most important, the, um, I really got scared. I, as I mentioned, I, I consider myself a healthy person. Um, actually, I'm still, I'm a health coach and guide people, but, um, all of a sudden, like I was having a lot of pains that scared me. And I noticed, I thankfully went to the doctor and thankfully it wasn't anything, But uh, when I started talking to my girlfriends, I noticed that that was like a similar thing where all of a sudden, you know, they would be in pain, their muscles were hurting them, their hands weren't working in the same way. And so I I went on this journey, this quest, and uh, wound up finding meditation. But the the funny, I I laugh at it now, but um, during the quest, um, I was was, in addition to just life stress, I was... um, just having some stress with my marriage at the time. And I convinced my husband to uh, go to a marriage therapist, which was actually pretty cool. However, during that, uh, um, during the session, we didn't have too many sessions, but during one of the sessions, uh, it was a new office. And during one of the sessions, uh, when I sat down in the chair, I have a, a bad habit of 
of plopping. And uh, but unfortunately, when you plop in a rolling chair, uh, it hit the wall. And uh, she had just moved into this office, and one of the pictures fell off and hit me on the head, which was not funny. Oh, I and um, uh, go ahead. Oh. No, I'm 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 just uh, commenting that does hurt if uh, if a picture oh, falls yeah, yeah. on you. Yeah, it, I... it's not pleasant. But what was interesting um, when I went to get some therapies, the acupuncturist that I went to said there was so much stress in my life that um, it the it just all the stress from that incident just went back into my body. So again, I was like, oh my god, like. I'm too young to have all this happen to me. I didn't want to be in a debilitating way. And, um, and so I started um, looking at meditation. Uh, I didn't really like the meditation that I found. And one of the things that I have learned in my quest is there's so many things out there in the world. You just have to be blessed to find the program or the product or the coach or the teacher that's going to resonate with you. And that is why I'm so grateful that I came across uh, Sandy Newbigging's work in um, Calm and Mind and Body Connection. I, I knew there was a Mind and Body Connection, but I was so busy in my thoughts, I didn't even understand like what that really was. Right. And I think you're totally right there, especially with the Internet now. There are so many resources out there and you can look every day and you find something else. So you find something new and that can be quite confusing for many people because it's difficult to make up your mind and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. So to find something that resonates with you, like you did with um, the work of um, Randy Newbigin, that is awesome. So, so and, and, and yeah. you know, um, I think we are all pretty intelligent w women and we have a lot of things, like I said, that come our way. And, and God bless the internet, because I was looking at someone asking for help with a particular issue she had and like, I think she had like 50 different um, people saying, do this, do that, do this, do that. <laughs> yes, like, yes. Like crazy. But you know, I had a, I had a very um, immediate experience. Like I said, I was stressed. I had this, you know, I had um, a lot of pain. It went into my body to the point where I was having trouble walking and, and it, it was crazy, but I, I happened to catch, um, I don't know if a lot of people know about Hay House now because, you know, I always think people know everything, but Hay House is, was a, um, and still is a, a, a great um, place to find spiritual uh, information. And unfortunately, yes. Louise, who had, uh, had uh, ran it, um, passed on. But um, so they were doing a summit and I had, um, I still work and I, during my lunch hour, just happened to catch the summit that, that year. And during my lunch hour, thank God. Sandy Newbigging was doing his his module on the um, the summit, uh, worldwide summit, and I remember. Yeah. So my lunch hour was over. Uh, he did the a meditation, the mind calm meditation at the end. Lunch was over. Time to move on. And I get up from my chair. Normally, when I get up from my chair, it, it's a was a process. Like hopefully, I could get up. Am I going to be in pain? Am I going to be able to walk? And I remember getting up from my chair because I had to um, get something from the printer, and I was like. I don't have any pain. <laughs> like oh, all of wow. a sudden, just one session, I, I realized my mind got calmed enough that my body, like whatever my mind was, was 
triggering in my body just dissipated for that moment. And I was like, okay, I'm sold. Uh, yes. I don't need to go. And then the, the rest was history. And thankfully, you know, I transformed my life and my body. And again, take that piece as my priority as a very serious, but serious, but um, playful thing. You don't ever want to be serious in life because then you go back to square one. Right. No. And I, I, I love the story, what you're telling us here, how you found really um, this way of meditation and how it helped you the first time that you heard him speak and that that was for you a trigger to say, OK, this is what I need. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to help and serve others. I like that. That's so beautiful. So um, how long did it take you? How long ago was that? How long have you been uh, on this journey of becoming a calmologist? Yes, um, it happened in 2016. And I had just, after I listened to Hay House, I joined his, um, his group. He has a great great resource of services on, on uh, he now calls it the Mind Detox Club. Um, so I joined the group and I really, it's its interesting, I'm a very service-oriented person. I, I really wasn't looking for anything other than to heal myself and be in a great community. It was a wonderful community. Uh, I was doing Zoom before it became popular in COVID because um, Sandy is was in the, the United Kingdom at the time. And um, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm now I think, well, I don't, I think I'm the only certified American calmologist right now, but there's a few Americans in the program, but basically most of the people were from the UK, uh, okay. from England. Okay. I mean, the UK is England, a few from Ireland and um, Australia, as well as New Zealand. So I was in this amazing international community on Zoom. And uh, because of the time change, I was al- allowed to um, do a lot of like 6 a.m. early morning uh, work with him or, you know, most of the times I was fortunate if it fell out in my lunch hour or, um, but I liked it at the time. I think he actually created the comology program at the time. And I thought, why not? It just seemed so great to be in this wonderful support group. And I loved it. Um, it was um, like, I was hungry for it. If, I don't know if anyone's ever experienced that, but I'm just was hungry. I didn't even know what I was hungry for. I always think I was hungry for food, but I was really hungry for the peace and the stillness in my life. And uh, signed up for the program. It took about two years to go through the whole curriculum. To teach. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's been, um, it's been about, actually been about two years since I've become certified as okay. a homologist. And um, do you get a chance to do the workshops um, during the COVID-19 when everything was on lockdown? I did a, a weekly MindCom meditation hour and that was really lovely really got a chance to help a lot of people during this crazy period in our lives. Yes. Yes. And that's why I'm so glad that you are on the call today because it's not a topic that we, that I um, had before. And I think it's something everybody, especially women who are now because of the COVID-19 situation, unsure what is happening in the future because they might have not gone back to work and they are still uh, looking for work or they might make the decision to take early retirement, that they have a way how they can find peace 
uh, on a daily basis if they want to and um, reflect on the situation and um, have uh, a, a, a different perspective on their life because it will help them. So um, I heard you talk earlier on or I read it somewhere. Um, you were talking about um, finding your specific way of being. And I think you call that um, heart's highest hope. Is that correct? Am I, I, am I right here? Yeah, absolutely. Right on. <laughs> okay. Tell us a little bit more about it, what you mean with the heart's highest hope. Yes, that's actually great, especially in this point in our conversation. And, um, you know, there are a lot of changes happening in the world and, and we don't have any control of it. Good, bad, right, wrong, who knows? And what happens is if there's the control will, will bring more stress and unfortunately suffering sometimes. Then there's the other side of it is what it is. I know sometimes it's, it's hard to fathom, but there's like, a, I think a lot of people have used this period with COVID-19 to really reflect and go inward and, and really take the time. Sometimes you go inward and take the time and you have no idea what you're taking the time to do. And then you're like frustrated, you know, instead of going within, you can be bliss, binged out on Netflix or, you know, everything else, but something that will move your life forward. So the heart highest hope is one of the first things that we teach in the meditation because that really has us get grounded in if we could have anything that we want, like if we had a magic wand and could have one thing in our lives, uh, as an example, Maria, what would that be? If, if you had that magic wand and could have one thing, what would you ask for? Um, I would ask for finding uh, the, uh, the person, the love of my life. At the moment, I am single and I would love to share my next chapter in life, and I am uh, envisioning to be another 30 years to find that, that one person that would love to share that piece of life with me and um, be the love of my life, care of me, love me. That, that nice. would be my wish for, yeah, if I had a magic wand. Yes, absolutely. And, and we could even simplify it to just love, like, Right, Just exactly. Because sometimes, like, if we we put be too specific when it comes, we don't always know how the package is going to come to us. Right. And, I mean, like, I'm clear that you get a lot of love from doing these, um, this particular show and, and, and just keeping it simple. And so, but, yeah. and the thing that's important and it's really great is it is about basic things. Like, a lot of times people would say, well, um, I could have anything I'd want, I'd, I'd want to have uh, my, you know, a nice home, but it's not the home because that's temporary, but what will the home get you? Well, the home will get me security or peace. Right. And then, and so if you are going to be looking at love, you now can just begin your day with, you know, my heart's highest hope is love and actually come from that space of love. It doesn't even matter how it's supposed to look. And all of a sudden you're going to tap into this magic that's already existing all around us in the universe. The simplicity of just starting your day with your heart's highest hope is great. 
for me, it's freedom. And a lot of times I see like when I'm up against, when I get nervous, I say, am I living my heart's highest hope? And I realize I start putting restrictions and judgments on me. And then I just go back to like, my heart's highest hope is freedom and, and let everything go that's rattling me. So something to look at when you're like thinking, when is this person going to come? Well, if I just stand in love, that's all I need. I don't have to worry about anything else because that's my my soul, my core, my foundation of everything else that's going to be built upon in my life and especially in my life as in retirement. Yes. 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 And 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 so um, you do. Is this just? Uh, is this something that happens spontaneously to you that? When you're thinking that you think, okay, um, I'm not thinking what my heart's highest hope is here, or is this a special practice that you do on a daily basis, say, like in your morning routine? Um, it is, uh, I'm kind of, it's integrated, but in the beginning, I had to remind myself a lot. And that, and again, the trigger usually was if I was anxious or running or think I wasn't going to get somewhere, uh, usually it was a an anchor for me to say, okay, what's my heart's highest hope? And then I realized um, I wasn't giving it a chance. Like I was judging it, thinking, oh, it's not going to happen. Or, you know, especially with people losing their jobs and everything, you know, if you just stand in that love, you stand in the freedom or stand in the happiness, there's a world again that opens up. But it, it, it sometimes for people, just like your affirmations, you, you sometimes have to remember that because we're so into the habit of I'm not going to get it or why me or poor me. It needs to be con- it needs to be a good condition, a good habit to remember or to think about what your heart's highest hope is on a daily basis until you totally anchor it in. Right, I and I see that, and that's why I was asking because I do meditation every morning in my morning routine. It's usually a guided meditation, but it's it's something that I need and I use to start my day to be in a certain frame of mind. And after um, the night, I just feel there is space for it. I have uh, an empty mind and it will um, help me to get grounded. And uh, I would love to talk a little bit more with you about the meditation, but I I think uh, I see that it is um, time for our break. So that's what we're going to do right now. We're going for a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about meditation and get a little bit more practical about it. So we'll be back in a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you been wondering, is this all there is in life? You've been a good worker, year after year. You've checked off the boxes and retirement is near. Or maybe you've been forced to take early retirement. These are supposed to be the golden years, yet it feels empty. You feel all alone, questioning your life direction. Or maybe you've experienced a medical scare or find yourself caring for elderly parents or kids who've moved back home. You're unmotivated and passionless, left pondering what you're going to do with the next chapter of your life. You're not alone. You're in the discovery phase. As retirement expert Maria Lukasin says, it's time to step into freedom and fulfillment so that you can live your best years yet. First, you've got to learn to adapt and thrive during uncertain times. 
Find out how by getting your free next chapter assessment. Just click on the banner at the host page or email Maria at MariaLucasinHQ.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. To reach Maria Lucasen, her guest, or the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send to Maria at marialucasenhq.com. Now, back to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Welcome back, ladies. And if you have enjoyed the show so far, please make sure to rate our show also on Apple or on Spotify and give us a five-star review. We would love to have good reviews so that more women and other people become aware of it and listen to our show, even if it's on demand. Also, I love to get your questions and read comments, so feel free to email me and I can answer your questions on the next episode. So, and if you're new and just tuning in, my guest today is calmologist Bonnie Smith. Let's dive right in the second piece of our conversation today. And I first want to ask Bonnie, um, meditation is becoming very popular. Is there a specific reason why that is? You know, it's a great question. Um, You know, and there could be so many answers, but one of my favorites is the consciousness of the planet is changing. And that, and that to me is like the main reason. Yeah. People are ready. And I think, you know, they're ready and they need guidance with the change. Because a lot of times, and, and this is before I began the meditation, like sometimes we didn't we don't realize all the energy that's coming out of. And if it gets stuck in our bodies, that's where like the pain, the suffering and the resistance occur. Meditation is a way that we could um, be back into that still silent space and trust the process. And, there, and it is a changing world every day we hear it. And so uh, everyone's moving towards this higher consciousness. Right. And I, I, I see that more on, uh, say, on the Internet. It, it's, a, it's a wealth of resources and there are all kinds of directions on how to be more in tune with your body, how to be more in tune with your mind. And there are so many different directions that you can go with uh, how you can find peace with yourself. So what I wanted to ask you to is um, meditation can make your life better. Is there a right way and a wrong way to do this? <laughs> I love that question. The only right way to do it is to do it. 
and because a lot of times you could think about it to the cows come home and then you miss the opportunity. Uh, there's no, I always say there's no right or wrong way. Uh, just find a method that's going to work for you. Uh, one of the things I do believe, and I liked like so much about the practice that I have is, you know, there's no constraints. You can sit any way you want. You don't have to travel to the mountaintop <laughs> to, to get the bliss. And, um, you know, there are some meditations that you have to stand in a certain way and breathe certain ways. And, you know, it's all good and, and everything is good, but I'm pretty, I don't know if I'd consider myself a lazy person, but I definitely like things very simple and the simpler, the better. And, and it doesn't, you don't have to have it be hard to get your, uh, your bliss in life. Yes, I, I, I agree with you. When I listen to other um, persons who do meditations, they're all different, of course. They all have the specific way. Some are very, uh, like you say, um, not maybe lazy, but let more freedom in how you feel and how you want to participate and others are very strict and give exact instructions on how you have to sit and breathe and do that kind of things. So while I have you on the call, would you be able to help the audience with um, a simple meditation exercise that they could do? There is, and this is something that's easy to um, to just use right away. I always, um, you know, you don't realize sometimes when you share something with someone, the biggest difference that you'll make with them. And uh, and I had shared this with a coworker and he came back to me and I'm like, my God, Bonnie, like my whole life has changed. So it's it resonates again differently with everyone. Sure. But the thing that I'm going to teach everyone is a great term that we call, which is GAWU, G-A-A-W-U. O, which stands for gently alert, attention wide open. And uh-huh. this is um, could be a closed eye meditation or, or what I love about the work that I do is it's an open eye meditation. And there's a lot of more punch for me in open eye meditation in just, again, staying in that still silent space. So um, so the, the, there's some rules to GAO, and especially as everyone's listening, um, what we always say when we want to engage in GAO is we just want to play with it. Again, there's no right or wrong and you're just learning all the time what, what is going to happen. And you don't want to think about it. Like, how do I do it? And you definitely don't want to do it later. Oh, I'll put it off later. I'll listen to the replay. So if you're bold, (laughs) um, you know, wherever you are, of course, unless you're driving, um, although driving with GAO is good. It's just until you learn how to work with it, I wouldn't recommend it. And so uh, most people are probably, you know, on a, a tablet or a computer. And, and since it's not visual, um, what I do is maybe uh, if you're listening on a computer or you could like look at in front of you or if you are in your home and you have a, a wall, just um, continue, you know, just look ahead. And what you want to do as you look ahead is just relax your gaze and let your field of vision spread out very gently to the left and to the right. And you don't want to look directly at anything in your left and right. You're looking in front of you, but you just want to have that field of vision spread out. All of a sudden, you may notice things that you didn't notice before. And that's what's amazing. You know, our eyes notice a lot of things when we're, if we get present to it. 
and you may not really be able to see clearly or sharply, but you just want to be in that soft gaze and have your attention in the now. Just be very gentle with your attention and as you open up to the left and to the right. And then continue looking forward and gently kind of open up your peripheral to above you and to below you as you continue letting your attention wide open. You may see things again more, uh, like for me, I have a ceiling fan above me that I wasn't present to. And you may, when you're looking below, realize that you might be sitting on a chair if you were, weren't present to that. And in that space, what is it like for you, Maria, to be gently alert with your attention wide open? Do you feel anything or are you more present in the room? I am. I, I was listening how you ask uh, the listeners to go from left to right and sitting and all of a sudden I feel the cushion on my butt where I'm sitting. And so, yes, it, it helps to be more focused and more aware of the things. Yeah, and you just want to be like, um, especially like if people are up against things, uh, you don't, like a lot of times people don't take that. I mean, I don't, I didn't time it, but it probably wasn't more than two minutes. If you just do gao, just have that gently alert, attention wide open, especially if you're like going crazy with the day, what do I do? Just take a moment and pause. Pausing is always good. And this is a pause in life. And all of a sudden you just will have that calm feeling or more restful feeling. And I notice when I pause, like a lot of times when a lot of work is coming at me, which is, you know, always the case, when I start getting a little nutty, I just have to pause. And you know what? Sometimes all of a sudden a meeting gets canceled that I thought I had to run to, or the phone call comes in that I was waiting for, or, um, or just nothing happens except for that peaceful, calm, restful space, that inner stillness that is there and then I'm like oh my god this is good and all of a sudden in that peaceful restful state you'll be like you know what I'm not going to work through my lunch hour I got to get out and take a walk or, or you know eat properly or whatever it is or all these things like that we take we just are running 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 or for me a lot of times um, I use that gently alert attention wide open because I live in Florida and the roads are starting to get busy again and I'm like okay, well, if I'm in this gently alert, attention-wide open state, I can get to my destination with five or six different routes. And I'll just say, like, what's the best route for me to go? And usually, you know, when I'm in that gal state, I, um, I'm i very good. Yesterday, I didn't listen to it. I kind of had a hit to go another way. And I said, no, I want to take the streets because it was raining. And unfortunately, when I took the streets, I found I got into like major flooding area so I started laughing oh, wow. I said oh my god <laughs> I didn't listen to that peaceful stillness moment I was just I'd rather not go on the highway if I don't have to but ironically probably the highway would have been better than to navigate through the flooded areas and but I, yeah. I was like okay this is calm there's nothing to do but just to be calm and 
and and thankfully the drivers were being calm too, whether they knew Gao or not. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I love it how you are uh, explaining to our listeners how you can use it on a daily basis in in any situation really. Um, where uh, you feel a little bit stressed or are getting frustrated becomes, because something is not going right the way the way you wanted or expected it. I um, and then just being quiet for one or two minutes and use this way of visualizing from left to right and feeling where you are right now in in a, in a soft case is very helpful. I often, at work at least, I often get up and I go for a little walk. And I do this here in the house too. And I think, okay, uh, I need a little moment to refresh myself, to uh, get calm again. Then I, I just go for a little walk. And that usually gets me out of my funk and back in a space and in a situation where I can be creative, where I can think clear. And uh, yeah, so can you ex uh, tell the listeners a little bit more about the effects of meditation on life in general, about health and, and, and other uh, areas of life where meditation is really, really a great source for to do? Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, just to complete the conversation with Gao, it's a simple, real gentle way for you to start disengaging your mind. The mind um, is not necessarily our friend. No. <laughs> and, um, and it doesn't even matter if it's a busy mind. You know, sometimes people think in meditation, I, ha I can't meditate because my mind is always busy. Well, um, from what I understand in this practice, the busier the mind, the better, because stress is leaving. It's just, again, you don't want to let your mind win, because like I mentioned when I was um, having my my medical issues, my mind was winning, and I never yeah. allowed it, I never disengaged, and never gave my body a chance to rest. And uh, one of the things I loved about my teacher, uh, the first thing he taught us is rest is best. And it's great, because you know, who has time to rest in this world? Yeah. I mean, even with COVID, I was not, uh, I mean, I did, but I was busy. Um, thankfully, I was able to work during uh, remotely. So um, it, it was just busy. But um, so I had to really make a point to rest because if not, um, I noticed as much as I am a believer and I meditate every day, you know, when, when everything opened up in June, the anxiety level was crazy. And I'm like, this is crazy. Why am I so anxious? Yeah. So I could just imagine the rest of the world and, you know, every day was different, you know, but I noticed that I just noticed it, like the fears and my mind. And then I would, you know, get into the gallo and then, you know, sometimes I wouldn't take that walk because there would be a lot of people in my community that I yeah. need to like put myself in that space and, and never beat yourself up. I mean, the, the worst thing that we could ever do in life is, is self-violation. And, and yeah. so that's where I think meditation has really helped me. We are human beings. We're not born to be perfect. Um, I'm actually very excited through meditation that I could claim that I am an imperfect human being. And I will sometimes make mistakes. I'm pretty good at cleaning them up or correcting them and learning. It's not about being perfect. Uh, I guess in a way all the stuff that was happening in my life. Um, and they always say, like, um, instead of saying, why is this happening to me? 
you want to go, well, why is this happening for me? And I'm get back to that picture hitting my head. I'm like, man, that was not a fun day that that happened. And it was quite, you know, it took me a while and threw me off my game. But yeah. I'm clear I would have never been serious in my meditation practice if that didn't happen. Not saying that you have to wait for a picture <laughs> to fall on your head to wake you up, but you do you do want to wake up. Um, and one of the things we love about meditation is we, we in the closed eye meditation, we always say we close our eyes to wake up. It's not about, um, you know, kind of disengaging with life. It's about going within. And because we're so unique in our lives, we really, I mean, we're here, I think, because we're unique and everyone has something to contribute. And if we're running and running and never get a chance to embrace it, then, you know, we'll miss the opportunity why we're here. And um, especially, you know, with your show, with having people getting ready for retirement, I mean, if, if you could retire and have that, moment um, and, and that time and, and create your life the way you want it, then meditation to me is just such a gift to um, start that path and embrace it along the way. And, you know, th there's some cost depending on, you know, there's so much out there. I say there's some cost, but once you learn it, you know, it's not a very um, costly thing. I think the only cost is if if you realize when you do it, if you aren't, if you don't do it, then all of a sudden it's like, why is that busy mind getting the best of me today? Or why is that pain coming back? Or why did I get an argument with uh, my husband today? You know, like what's going on? So there's a cost in, I think, again, your peace of mind. And, um, and in my learning and my journey, it took me quite a while to really thoroughly, happily embrace peace as my priority. And, you know, I'll speak up if something's not going a way that it's supposed to, but there's a point where I'll just say, peace is my priority. Is it worth it? You know, I have to think of who I am and, and meditation has me start appreciating who Bonnie is and, and guiding my life through that and being responsible and caring and compassionate and everything else that I live, you know, my life on purpose for. Yes. I uh, totally can follow you here in uh, what you are saying, how meditation has affected your life. And that's why I do meditation too uh, in my morning routine, for sure, because it, like I said already when I opened our uh, episode today, it's giving me a different perspective. It, give, it gives me a way of looking at the world that is different when I wake up. And I'm in a different fashion uh, how I go about my day. So that doesn't mean that I was not uh, during the day a situation that I might uh, think um, how does this happen or why is it happening to me or what do I need to do about it? But yeah, like you just realizing that um, nothing is perfect and you don't have to be perfect, that that is a part of us uh, being a human, that is a really great realization to have because that is what often triggers uh, us to do things that we later say, huh, um, I would, it's not something that I'm proud of or that I liked about me, but maybe through meditation and especially with the exercise that you just gave us, um, it definitely gives us the possibility to um, do things differently when it happens again in the future. So when I am thinking about it, 
what can you, what advice would you give our listeners? Um, do you have um, tips for them that they can do to calm their mind? Just some easy things that I can do. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the gal for sure. And then yeah. um, there's, there's a lot of different uh, mind calm games. And, you know, one of the things too, which is another great way, a simple way when we're getting a little hectic in our lives is um, that we, we call it the heart watching game. And it, it allows us to have more conscious connections in our life. Well, a lot of times we're just so crazy and in our head. And so what we want to learn to do is look out at life from our heart eye instead of our um, the eyes that are clearly on our face. And what we want to do, which is really simple, but a lot of times people don't do it, is just, again, like you'd be in Gao, continue to look ahead in front of you and just notice what it's like to drop your attention down so that you're not only looking out from your eyes on your face, but also looking out from the center of your heart. And that just alone, like just melt, makes me melt. Like, Oh yeah. The heart is, is really, um, really a great place to hang out. And what's great is if you hang out in your heart, you're not in your head. So you want to just be continue to be attentive, like for the rest of the day, just continue to come from your heart space and, um, and just really have that space of that conscious connection, not only with yourself, but with others. And what you'll find if you do that is people will be like, you know, maybe someone at work may not really connect with you or think that you're not someone who might help them. And all of a sudden you'll be like, connecting with people or people will care for you or say, oh, wow, you look beautiful today. <laughs> and it's as simple as coming into that heart space. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I love it because um, looking with the heart, nobody thinks about that because everybody thinks you're only watching with your eyes. But if you involve your heart in the way how you look at people, how you look at your environment, uh, how you look at things that are happening in your life, all of a sudden a different feeling comes into play and that can help you get a different perspective, calm you down. I, I love it that you included that in the tip for our listeners. And I see time flies when you are having fun and having good conversations. So I have to say thank you, Bonnie, for being on the show. It's getting to the end of the show. I thank you so much for being on, helping our listeners with practices, with actual uh, suggestions on what they can do in daily life, how they can have a calmer mind as when they want to, when they need it. Thank you for um, being on the show today. It was my pleasure. I'm so glad we reconnected. And uh, I, I thought it was funny, too, because um, I'm always recreating or shedding things. And I was just kind of reaching out to the universe and saying, where am I supposed to be, universe? And then like a week later, you call me. And I thought, well, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Yes, and I'm so happy, too, that we reconnected. So for our listeners, we didn't uh, talk about that yet, but we're both 
Oops. It's 13, 14 years in meanwhile, and on and off, we get in touch with each other and talk. And today, I had the pleasure of having her as a guest on my show. So, I want to finish this show with um, a quick tip for you all. If you are having a, a difficult moment, then maybe you should look at the broader picture, the big picture. So next time when you have a stress level that is skyrocketing, just think, will this matter to me next week, next month, next year, in 10 years time? And then you probably will say, no, it won't. So if that is something that helps you, um, please um, feel free to use it. I also have, of course, a quote today, like I always do. And I have one from Marianne Williamson. It says, Ego says, once everything falls into place, I'll feel inner peace. Spirit says, find your inner peace and then everything will fall into place. So, listeners, I hope you enjoyed the show today. It was my pleasure to present this to you together with my friend Bonnie. If you have questions, comments, feel free to email me, um, marialukasenhq.com. And I um, next week, we will have another great show. It's on Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock, and I look forward to talking to you again at that time. So have a blessed weekend and see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Your host, Maria Lukasen, will return with another show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll help you enjoy better retirement.